working drummer. Now kick it. This is the Working Drummer Podcast, serving up perspectives, experiences, and stories from ground-level working pros. Advice, tips, and secrets on how to build a career in the music business. Hey everybody, this is Matthew Krause, and of course you are listening to the podcast Working Drummer. I'm very excited to announce that this is our 100th episode, and we've got something fun and special in store for you. We tossed around some ideas about doing something fun and special for our 100th episode, and our friend Kevin Murphy here in Nashville pitched an idea that we thought sounded perfect. So what we have is a roundtable of Nashville drummers that is, for lack of a better term, a support group that has been created mostly in part by Kevin. Within this group, there are a range of ages as well as experiences with players who are working with young acts out on the road and some who have decades of experience touring with well-established artists. In this group, we have Kevin Murphy, Ben Caesar, Billy Freeman, Tucker Wilson, Kyle Wilkerson, Keo Stroud, Will Easterwood, Rob Mitchell, and Jeff Brown. Missing from this core group is Zach Stewart and Russ Whitman. Many of these names hopefully are familiar to you as they've been guests on the podcast in the past. And uh, I just want to warn you now, if language and dark comedy is not your thing or you are easily offended, this might not be your thing. But if you are ready for some uncensored stuff, uh, you will enjoy this. We all love vintage gear, and I bet you know someone that owns an old Les Paul or maybe a 56 Fender Strat that never leaves the home. And the question is, why do we love this gear? It looks cool. It gives you that warm, handcrafted tone and often brings a unique vibe to the music. Of course, it has its limitations, and if we're talking drums, we run into problems like its fragility, limited tuning, So where am I going with this? Well, once again, I went back out to KHS America in Mount Juliet, Tennessee to spend some time with some vintage gear. I'm talking about the Sonar Vintage Series Kit. I had seen and heard these at Summer NAMM, but now I had a little one-on-one with these beautiful drums. Some specs you should know that make these drums uh, a modern vintage kit. The shells are that hand-selected premium German beach shell with rounded bearing edges. Keep in mind, this comes from the same forest of beechwood trees that were used in the manufacturing of sonar drums from the 1960s. The recreated teardrop lugs are a big deal. They look and feel just like the original, but now it has sonar's exclusive tune-safe system. In other words, they stay in tune. There are many beautiful finishes you can choose from, like the Vintage Pearl and my favorite, the Red Oyster. It looks, sounds, and feels like a vintage kit, but maintains the quality and reliability of a modern kit. You could really call this a modern vintage kit. So go to us.sonar.com to learn more about the vintage series and find a dealer near you. To find out more about this podcast and other recordings we've done, go to workingdrummer.net. You can find all of our episodes. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, and while you're there, leave a rating and a review. That helps us grow. Find us on all the social media like Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So here you go. Let's do this. So I'm going to read a question, and and you guys pick out the most appropriate or inappropriate answer for fill in the blank, answer the question, whatever it is. And then usually there's a judge that says, that's the best, that, that guy's got the best answer. Or maybe we can all just decide on that. So this is just to kind of, so for example, uh, before Coldplay decided on the name Coldplay, they were called 
spontaneous human combustion. <laughs> uh, leprosy. Mm. Inappropriate, <laughs> inappropriate yodeling. I'm gonna uh, go with that one. They were just simply called AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> Horse meat. <laughs> Justin Bieber. I'm, a mime having a stroke. <laughs> you just gonna read all yours? Yeah. Isn't that how you play? Is that not how it works? This is how we're, this is how we're playing now. This is, just, is there rules to it? Okay. You, you pick one and you lay it in the thing. We're, we're gonna do right. however. And if you I'm want, fired from the dungeon. If you want new ones. You like rules. You like safety. Huh? You don't like what you Structure. got. Or you want to skip out on what you, you gave out. We got more here. All right. All right. Okay, so. Are we rolling? Are we rolling? Yeah. Is that establishing dominance? <laughs> yeah. That's a great name. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's going to be my ringer, not anymore. All right, here's another one. Puts <laughs> <laughs> it up, Kevin. I built up my hands by practicing rudiments on a pillow and a piece of shit Christmas card with no money in it. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop. It's okay. Is that recording? We've started. All right. Uh, I built up my hands by practicing rudiments on a pillow and a Lance Armstrong's missing testicles. <laughs> Seething with quiet resentment. Eight ounces of That's sweet rice and black tar heroin. There you go. There you go. <laughs> An egg that I have laid. <laughs> uh, the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you pick a new one out you? Sure, sure. Yeah. Take some more. Okay. Just give me a shitload of them. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a this, this, this is... Do we call this the Cox cast? Yeah. The, the Cox cast. Cox pod? Pod, yeah. Pod cocks. All right. This is like he mad lives, but with it totally people. Is. It is. Right. Yeah, but, but, so, so Kevin, who is this group? What's the name? And who's everyone? Who is um, God. The uh, the very short version is I've known Rob for 15, 13, 12, long time, <laughs> many many moons. And um, when I when I became friends with Ben uh, a couple few years ago, I thought. These two, these two assholes need to meet each other. So I started gathering uh, my different friends from different places that weren't already buddies and sticking them together because I wanted like to build a little. You like the matchmaker crew, yeah. And my friend Tom Bukovac uh, refers to me as Coxman. He goes, "Hey, what's up, Coxman?" Calls me Coxman. <laughs> so he said, "Oh man, you got your rent, Coxman?" Because I rent a house from him, and he, he calls me Coxman, and that word is kind of. Uh, Billy, I, I started calling Billy that on tour. So Billy ended up naming this crew that I had put together. And it started with wanting Ben and Rob to meet. Yeah. Because um, Rob's the, a dark soul, and Ben w- was was adrift in an ocean in need of darkness. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I wanted to put those two guys I needed together. a vessel to drift so, around yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> so it started with really just uh, befriending Ben and, and really just... Loving him and, and thinking he was an amazing dude and wanting him to bring him into my my friends and Rob was kind of the pinnacle of, of, of that and so it was us three and I forget the order but we just started bringing in guys and Bill came in and and then you know we Rob and I go out and, and Rob knows Jeff and he's like ah oh, you really need to, have you met Jeff 
met Jeff Brown. I was like, oh, I think I met him one time at Forks or whatever. You know, we run into each other. He's like, oh, well, let's go meet him. Yeah. So we go to Rose Pepper and we meet him. And Jeff's sitting there with his wife. And within 30 seconds of meeting him, his wife, Vale, dumps a pitcher of margaritas. His drunk wife. Who's the preferred steak? I'm yeah, she is, she is a rich, she is, she is a shit hammer. Yeah. <laughs> We've already had a couple of pictures of Rita before Rob and I show up. She dumps a pitcher of margaritas on my on my balls, <laughs> and then and then immediately starts rubbing them to get them dry. <laughs> so it's my wife. Yeah, <laughs> she actually should be here. Right? Yeah, fails fails to be in this room. So within forty five seconds of meeting her, you know, and Jeff, that's going on. So we just start laughing. I'm like, well, he's a cocksmith. So we just started adding it. Keo had already, you know, it was like it started out with like Ben and Rob and Keo brought in Billy, brought in Tuck, and and now it's Rob Mitchell. Then Caesar, Jeff Brown, Keo Stroud, Kyle's a recent addition because I didn't know Kyle at all. But K Styles. The other guys. <laughs> K Styles. <laughs> the other guys were like, I've been toured with them, so I was like, hey, do you know Kyle from Maddie and Tang? Like, and I was like, no, I don't know him, but cock him up, bring him in, you know? So he, you know. Yeah, hey man, Kyle's Billy, he's pretty fucked up. He's, 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 I just want to let everybody know I have to leave at eleven because there's a sale at Pack Sun. I have to get to. <laughs> 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 Sixty percent off on Puka Shells. Yeah. <laughs> Flat bills. I toured with I toured with Billy, uh, uh, Dustin, and Randy were on the oh. Luke tour together. So Billy and I, that's where Billy and I met, hung out. Uh, Tucker and I toured together years ago, and he and he, we brought him in just for abuse. Really, yeah. <laughs> it was just like the young guy we were willing yeah. to like bring in a young dude, right? That we that could that was Clean enough of a prick to kind of almost hold his own, but he just the abuse that this guy takes is unfathomable. Now we, I, I, I've even said this to Ben, man. Later on, when we're when when the older guys like when we die. Well, the only stories he's going to tell aren't going to be about a time I played Madison Square Garden or that Royal Albert Hall. No, he's going to tell Coxmith stories. All the abuse he got when his son was born. Oh. Like, I don't know how many. Like, I don't know how many times the, the you know the lineage of his son has been in question. it's either Rob's or Ben's, yeah, or Billy's, or Kia, or or, or, yeah. or, or John Gardner's. Could it be a combination? Yeah. And we brought in, if he's dark and good with his money. (laughs) (laughs) And that was, we're the only one. Yeah. That's the only time I'm going to speak in this entire thing. We don't really call Will Easterwood by his name anymore. Now, for us, he is Circus Bear. Well, when we talk, uh, when Will and I sit down and talk, we'll post him as that. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the things, though, about this group is that it's you can't be offended, and I mean literally by any fucking thing. <laughs> it's all—it's a contest just to see how low we can take the bar. It's, it's, like, it's like one of those holodecks on Star Trek, like where you can just kind of go in and program your own scenario. It's like we've created this this uh, it, It's it's literally like the the Klingon pain walk. Like you just have to. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you literally just have to like just tuck in and just wait for the blood. <laughs> well, that, yeah. 
that actually yeah. leads me to acknowledging the the you know Keo notwithstanding the darkest of the Cogsmith yeah. who is not here yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mr. Yeah. Russ. Russ Whitman yeah. <laughs> yeah. actually the, Russ and Zach we're missing Zach, 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 Zach Stewart and Russ the two yeah. darkest of the dark and, and, are, yeah. the and then is, there's Keo he's yeah. next in line yeah. the funny thing yeah. is that, 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 that oh, Russ you look at Russ and, and Russ is so out there he's kind of like me he's kind of loud and boisterous so you kind of know what you're getting so you know he's a dirtbag like there's no there's no fooling yourself but Zach Sneaks in like a ninja in the night. Like he yeah. looks yeah. clean cut and he'll, sweet. He'll slit your throat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You bring home and like, Grandma, this is my friend Zach. And next thing you know, he's he's screwing her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's an awful human being. Yeah. <laughs> Russ introduced me to his wife like two weeks ago. I love and her. And, she, oh, awesome. and <laughs> she's an awful human being <laughs> being married <laughs> to it. She apologized. Right. She's guilty by association. That's me too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know, I've met him, but I just wanted to apologize. <laughs> yeah. That's great, that's great. Yeah. You know your marriage is built on just a strong foundation when <laughs> your wife is just apologizing yeah. to everyone you meet. Like, I'm sorry, this is yeah. a piece of shit. Right. <laughs> I got three more of these because I can't let them go because okay. I spent right. a lot of time. Excellent. Okay. No, we'll do yeah, them. We'll We're here to serve. <laughs> Backline didn't provide a drum run, so I used a... A super soaker full of cat piss. Joe Biden. <laughs> what? Joe Biden. Holding out a child and farting all over him. That sounded like my last. Step. The wrath of Vladimir Putin. There you go. Uh, Kanye West. <laughs> the Care Bear Stare. <laughs> Try it out of this one. What was Buddy Rich's guilty pleasure? Oh, Pooping oh, in a laptop oh. and closing it. Lumberjack fantasies. Balls. That's what Crystal meth. <laughs> That's actually my favorite. That and the Rush Limbaugh soft, shitty body is like the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the best answer to every question. Yeah. yeah oh, punching a congressman in the face. <laughs> yeah. What was the question again, sir? Yeah. Buddy Rich's favorite pastime. Oh, I'm going to say the South. Expecting a burning <laughs> vomiting on the floor. Emotions. Court ordered rehab. The pirate's life. That was Gene Krupa. All right, all right. One more. If if you want the gig, bring blank to the audition. Um, however much weed twenty dollars can buy. You just fucking he nailed it. That's yeah. That's that's just real enough. Lunchables, TM. Oh yeah. Uh, a middle-aged man on roller skates. <laughs> Your inner demons. Yeah. That's how I got my. Are you reading exactly? Yeah. Are you reading from the Congress? No, that's just. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just, I'm just trying to get the gig, man. Yeah. No, no, under the circumstances, this is this is another one. I don't know how well, but this is a two-parter, so you oh, can good. Make two cards. Two cards. So I don't know, or you can make it up. So I don't know if this will work, but try this. The Modern Drummer Reader's Poll Best Blank goes to blank. Jim Riley. Oh. <laughs> Two-parter. Oh, no, no, I'm just saying. The Modern there's Drummer there's Reader's Poll Best. What's the subject? <clears throat> uh, Chainsaws for Hands goes uh, to... Still Being a Virgin goes to Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you, you can use your card. <laughs> I don't like my cards I, I, anymore. I, I think I would rather just suck. make up my own rather than the worst the card. That's okay. Yeah, please. The, the modern drummer. What now? Say it again. The oh, pole best. If if Jim Riley's going to be the second one, I guess the first one could be exactly what you'd expect. <laughs> 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 
Good luck editing. Hey, even if you know that, I'll get. Why don't I just text Jim? Have him come over. Jordan's like, yeah. For those who can't see us, everyone has left the room. Yeah, we're done. Keo, just do you have to take him? He's out there taking a knee. He's out there taking a phone call from somebody named like you know Ashley. Brittany. Stabbing with an eye. Five Lindsays. We need cards for all the Lindsays. We have a Cocksmith's kit and logo. We got we got Ben a drum You should set take a photo of it before uh, for the kids. And we have a logo head mm-hmm. on, the, on that. Kit. That's on the Cocksmith's logo. Right. You'll, not, you'll need to digitize. Made with uh, with his picture uh, <laughs> laying down like this, <laughs> like he's on a like like. Oh, a, you're laying on your laying on the road case, but it looks like you're laying on Liberace's piano. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you said piano, right? Yeah. Okay. Or piano. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we have our we have our own coffee mugs. We're gonna put out some shirts. Yeah, we should merchandise. No, I've already decided. I'm gonna I'm gonna cocksmith some shirts. We're just, I'm just gonna sell them on my site. Just, we'll fund we'll fund cocksmithery. Hey, do you guys think you'd be friends if you were in a band together? Or do you oh. think because we're drummers and we don't have to work together, we get along? Ah man. Well, we, we're all in bands, so we all know how to get along already. We don't we're all in bands already. As long as I wasn't a so tour manager, I think. Yeah. That's what I mean. You know, I can be in a band with anybody except for Tucker. Okay. And the abuse. You see how this whole thing is going to You see what's happening. I'm taking shit on Tucker today. Nothing. Nothing. Russ and I made a video with Julie Salazar and Ludwig. Yeah, and, 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 and I made a video with Russ, who's with Pearl, was talking to Uli, but I made it look like I just kind of snuck up on me. He's like, "Yeah, Uli, uh, see, I'm thinking you got some room on your roster." And I even got Uli in on the Tucker bashing because he was like, "Yeah, man, I got room. I got one slot on my roster, man. I mean, uh, you know, I could make it happen, but anybody but Tuck." Uh, <laughs> I sent it to him with a love. That's awesome. He cried. Um, yeah, I don't think I'd get along with him. Kyle. Do you? You get along well with folks on the road. You play nice. You play nice, don't you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. No one knows that you're a dirtbag out there with Maddie and Tay, do they? I don't think so. No. No. <laughs> He's very nice out there. He lives there. a lie. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> well, we all have to. Yeah. Yeah. To some degree. Yeah. We all have to. Hey, yeah. good morning. Uh, my boss knows that he knows I'm a total shitbag, and I think he just puts puts up with it. Well, At least for now. He kind of is too. Well, I mean, yeah, he's kind of rough around the edges. So. <laughs> you know, but he just he, he just kind of just I think he just lets me get away with it. He's just like, ah, right, that's nothing. He's a flaming shit pile. <laughs> if you guys could go back and give advice to your like fourteen year old self, what would you what would you say? Let me last year for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. right. So go back. Go to law school. I don't know. <laughs> What was that? Go to law school. I think I would do like invest in Google. In 1998, yeah, that would be my yeah, that's yeah. Like, <laughs> futureish. It'd be like maybe that's. Or you're talking about more like the path. Oh, I'd go back and be breastfed. Go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this comes up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you didn't say thank you, you're yeah. too old. Fourteen-year-old man. I just feel like the, I feel like the potential <laughs> is lost. Is just it it tortures me every day. Uh, what I could have been. What the. Fuck? 
<laughs> I don't know. We're going to put some pictures of this room. I'm very regretful. But wait, was that too? Was that the bar? Was I just okay? <laughs> just making sure. Oh, that, like everybody got all quiet. The fu- I quieted the top. I'm going to see what those guys said. What would you say to my 14 year old self? No. And don't buy any FUBU. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> didn't do any favors when you moved to Nashville and you were on the country gigs. Nobody knew what it meant or cared. And people who did really didn't want to hire you. Uh, but no, you know, just honestly, I would be just patience. Yeah, yeah like, for sure. Yeah, have, you know, I'm pretty impatient. Like, really. Like, it, like it's driving me crazy that Ben hasn't... Raise the symbols. Ask me to do it a couple days ago. I'm gonna raise them up while he's. <laughs> I need boob stands. I don't have. Uh, yeah, I need them. I don't have. The, uh, I have the girth. I have the girth, but not the length. <laughs> you Kyle, this, what about you, man? That's a McHugh uh, hand-me-down. How is it? Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, well, I, uh, I think it's just like one thing for me is. Um, I mean, like just like well, just like I'm lying to Keo. Yeah, but just be patient in town, just because I mean, like once you move. You know, I mean, like, there's a lot of people that come into town who are just like, yeah, I'm going to come in, I'm going to just get all these gigs, I'm going to blah, 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 and, like, before you realize it, like, you have $300 in your account, and it's, like, the oh, second winter that you're here, and you have 300 bucks in your account? <laughs> oh, no, well, well yeah. can I get a loan? Not now, but, I mean, well, yeah, I'm, like, well, my second winter in town, I mean, like, you kind of move to town, and most people have all this money saved up, and, you know, which, thank God my parents are, you know, the good people, the bull, like, that they are and stuff, and. You know, uh, like it's about like that second year in town. I know. I know. I know. You gotta calm down. Calm yourself. Now the pressure. I know. This is the one thing that everybody gives me a lot of shit for. It's just my speech sometimes, especially Ben. Yeah. He just reams me all the time. That's fine. We have to expose. You know, everybody's weaknesses. You can't be in the top I'm pretty bad. I had the worst stutter as a kid. Like, it went away sometime, I don't even remember. I had the god-awful worst stutter. And I wouldn't even talk in public. Did you get kicked so, to a mule? No. A horse, so. but not a mule. Okay. But <laughs> when I became friends with Kyle, I obviously noticed it. And I, I never wanted to say anything because I never liked it when somebody pointed out when I was a kid. And I was like, okay, it's just going to be like an unspoken thing. You know, I'm cool with it. You know, he was at the take and then and then he got added to this text thread, and then immediately it was like you stuttering stupid fuck. I've known Kyle for six, five, six years. Stuttering piece of shit. Oh, that's right. That's right. That was his introduction. I've known Kyle for six years, and no one that I know has ever said a word. And the moment he gets dropped in the thread, it was part of the introduction. It was. Please welcome this stuttering piece of shit. That's how I met Kyle Walker. That works. Yeah. 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 You know what? I'll say, man, I'll say this before. I mean, I'm sure you're oh, working, yeah. working your way around and finish up Kyle, but man, there's something very beautiful to being in a place like everybody now is like, you know, either needs a safe space or bitching about their safe space or whatever. There's like a no, this is a no safe 
there's something very beautiful about like, man, you're going to get busted up in here. I think it's all safe. I think it's totally. I mean, there's safety to the unsafety. Exactly. Yeah, it makes it. It makes it like this is your home. Like, yeah, these guys are going to fucking bust on my sweaty bitch tits in that picture because (laughs) boom, there they are. Oh yeah, (laughs) to the gym. Right. Well, I mean. Well, I mean, like, it's kind of cool to have group uh, people like this because, I mean, you know, like being here or if you are in New York City or in, out in L.A. and stuff, I mean, you know, like this business is most of the time, like, really shitty. I mean, like, you will get shit on half the time. And, yeah. you know, but they'll like, do it behind you know, your back and yeah. stuff. You know? Oh, right, you know. It's but, just and, and as not hired, authentic. As a, as a kind of side man or hired gun or whatever, a lot of the things, a lot of the roles that drums play, we have to behave a certain way I mean even though you like Kevin like you know your artists you guys are similar in a lot of ways you still he's your boss sure you know so it's like there's still that balance but you guys can kind of do your thing and, and you can probably bitch about your boss and talk about things that you need well, to get you know what? because you're because your spouse or your significant other is just probably sick and tired of hearing your shit well and everybody in here we range from I mean we have the full Gambit from dudes that are Will, Will plays pretty consistently in town. He goes out trick pony occasionally. He goes a lot, you know, and you know, got a baby artist or like some of us have like you know it works way all the way over to Ben who's been on the gig for seventeen years with God like bless. a big swing, a big heavy, a big heavy artist, you know, and so it, it runs a gamut, you yeah, know. Really so does. we can we can bitch about the guy that just fired us or the guy that just uh, used somebody else on the record or the guy that or or, or you know you 20 bucks to play. or ranging from pretty minuscule problems that, that uh, oh they, they, they had an issue on like the 500th stadium show or, or shed show he's done you know like we, we range you know yeah, it, 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 it's pretty wide spectrum do you guys talk shop I mean do you talk oh yeah serious stuff oh yeah sure we do oh yeah we talk. We're geeks. We're, oh, nice. we're like, yeah. We talk about, especially when Keo gets in the room uh, when he comes in. Yeah, uh, he's all. This guy's always like got a project. He's always drilling holes in some shit, you know, or, or, or re-wrapping something, or, or tearing it apart, or yeah, chrome. Is, uh, chrome is his new food. It's his new. Uh, yeah. No, no. We talk. Yeah, yeah. We get. We go. Hard down the geek path, yeah. You know, like drummers do. You know, yeah. not as much as you might think, though. Yeah. It's not that ninety-seven percent yeah. of the time. No, I'm surprised. And it's, 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 it's more serious. It's, it's and it's more serious stuff. Like, hey, I'm thinking about purchasing. Like, I'm, I'm thinking about putting a home studio in. Who has one? What do I need to do? Yeah, I'm about to drop ten grand. Like, let's like, who do you talk to about it? You know, it's like it's that kind of thing, and it lasts for about. 30 minutes and then all of a sudden it changes. Somebody right. gets photoshopped, somebody photos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's another one that's a Nazi general holding a lightsaber menorah. <laughs> <laughs> but in the middle of those, you get like Keo and I are right now. Trying to find a way to drop 10k on our studios, and Ben has a nice rig here, so we'll ask about them. And Jeff has a nice rig at his house, and Billy's, you know, we're, so we're all, yeah, you know, we can go like, yeah, what? Circus Bear is an engineer, so we can go, hey man, what's the good interface? So we do talk about it, and th- like this arm, I know for a fucking fact that Ben didn't do that. <laughs> I'm looking at this arm of this rack that's come over and it's chopped off and it's holding just his his 12 inch tom, and I'm like, that's that's Keo Stroud. 
<laughs> That's fucking Kia. I know it. It's a signature. I know he came over here and he was like, oh man, dude, stop doing it. I'll fix it. And 20 minutes later, he dug through his box of shit we stole from Chris McHugh. <laughs> and he jumped back. And oh, that shit. time where Ben could get to it. And Ben was like, oh, yeah, that was great. Now I'm going to write my symbol. We, like, and you know, we do work it out. And Rob and I, you know, we're, uh, you know, I gotta move up my drum set at home to make room for Rob's for a mix rehearsal, and like we, we're always working on stuff and designing stuff. So we do, we do shop talk. Okay. We do like ask what heads and what symbols and stuff. But it really, it, we're not kidding. It really does turn into a Photoshop, you know, talk picture about ten minutes. <laughs> <Okay. now. laughs> like one thing, like I'm gonna say too is, you know, kind of being somewhat younger, you know, just like Tucker and Will, like in the group. I mean, just to have, I mean, like just like that. Just like that minute 10-minute window you may have of, like, everybody's uh, serious attention spans. Yeah. You know, like, you know, I mean, like, all these resources, like, all these people are, well, especially, like, super valuable to us. Just because, yeah. you know, me, Tucker, and Will, I mean, like, we're playing for, you know, quote-unquote, like, baby acts still, like, coming up. But, I mean, just, like, in terms of, oh, cool, well, I mean, like... You know, like you know, like management said this about this, or like the girls want to do this. Expect, what's real? What's right? Yeah, totally. You know, yeah. So and then have you, fuck you at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the advice is always followed up with right, uh, which usually comes from Tucker. Yeah, <clears throat> right. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much to have like all this resource, you know, and then yeah, you do get a. a Photoshop in a picture at half the time, but sure, sure. You know, no, it's nice. It's to great. Have that yeah, to tap into like you know, if you have like a tech guru in your neighborhood. Oh, totally. there yeah. for your, you know, whatever you need. Like, you've got that. And right. that's great. And how possible do you, th- and I'm not, not the personality of the group, but how possible do you think this is in other, in other towns? Like, uh, we are now from Columbus. I'm from Columbus. There's a drumming community there. It's smaller than this. It's, it's probably this right here. I mean, we're a microcosm of, there's a much bigger drumming community or music community in Nashville. You're right. But I don't know if this, if it's, if there's a faction, like, this just sort of naturally occurred. It wasn't premeditated or yeah. anything. It's and this was also thing. not about uh, drums, per se. I mean, everybody in, yeah. here, everybody in this room can play drums, yeah. you know, for sure. And, and no one in here is remotely bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, we end, you know, so that's, that's cool, and we can talk about that. But I, got, I, wanted, I wanted them to hang out, not for drumming, I love Rob and I love ben. you know I was like these two guys it's easy to get guys. isolated like you it's know? easy to come home off the road and just isolate and or you know or, or be in town and working and you just you know it's, it's easy to, for me anyway I, I kind of boxed myself in I stayed home and yeah. and I just never had any friends so it just started as, as friends yeah. and that's really what it I mean drumming is sort of the <clears throat> byproduct of it but it's yeah. just it's people guys who um, are like minded kind of bonding it's just friends yeah. I think people generally <clears throat> want I know I do and I'm a pretty I'm pretty I can handle being on my own, my you know my own self for, for long periods of time. But you, I think everybody at some to a certain level and they get to a certain degree, they they crave a certain sense of community and whatever that whatever the common bond is, it's kind of like you said, the byproduct of the drums is. You know, we all need, you know, whether it's making fun of each other or finding a funny article and bonding, whatever it is, it's it's you know, and there may be other guys in town that do it. I mean, the the, the Facebook. Drummer's page on Facebook, yep. you know yep. that that's another way to do it. It can be, you know, it has its ridiculous moments at times, but but like people need that, and it's like, and we actually have a great like look at the drummers jam, you know. Oh yeah, we have a great community. I mean, you don't see the bass players and keyboard players and the singers and the songwriters in town 
Oh, well, there's a guitar <laughs> jam. I'm not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it would never happen. It would just be a huge. It would look like 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 Pigpen from the Peanuts. It would just be eighty yeah. of those guys. You just heard it. No, Chris Nix would be there. You know what? If there was a guitar player jam, I've known Chris long enough. We all know Chris long enough to know this. He wouldn't want to be there either. Chris wants to play guitar for the drummer jam. Trust me, if there's a guitar jam, he's not going. He's going to be at home watching Star Wars with his puppies and his wife. And also, like with our thing, there's no sense of propriety. Like we don't have to be like in in communities in Nashville when people are networking. You know, everyone has you have to be on on your game, yeah, say right, the right things, right. So you, try to fit you can't in. Hurt somebody's feelings. Yeah, all the time. you gotta. You can't, be, you can't even be like straight up with somebody on like the drummers forums and shit. If they're just like, hey, what do you think of this? Well, you know what I like. I like Ben and Rob and Billy. Uh, fuck Billy. Fucking God plays like Garibaldi and Kaliuta. I want him to come over and be like, I don't know, dude. I don't think you really didn't land. I was telling somebody the other day, Ben, like um, two months after we met, we were on tour opening up for Brad, and, and I'm, I had one of those nights where ultimately out in the, out in the field, it was fine, you know, yeah. but I didn't feel good. And I didn't play well. And I didn't feel like in. And I, and he knew. And already we become good enough friends. When I walked off, he was like, "Bang!" But we can be ourselves. And I, will add, I, I, I actually last night I called. Sutter to say Merry Christmas, you know, or and Happy Hanukkah, and you know, I knew he'd done his holiday thing, and I missed calling him. We were talking, and I was like, "Man, I loved that picture because he he had the Island of Misfit Toys. We had Thanksgiving, Coxgiving here at Ben's house mm-hmm. because there's a few of us that didn't have anywhere to go. And, and Christmas at Jeff's, and Christmas at Jeff's, you know, <laughs> and and." Sutter did the same thing in L.A., so it goes to your question. Like, you know, you look in there, and it's like Dave Illich and Briggs and those guys. And it's like, oh, well, they're doing it. Yeah. You know? And I think people find their tribes, and they find the, the, the people that they make their tribes. They, they find where that membrane is where they can push out against it. Like, you know, if, there was, if there's somebody that, and we know plenty of people that we, we adore, and they're great friends that may not, um, you know, they may not come into this and, and, and be kind of allow us to be as free as we are. And, and, right. and we have a ton of other friends that are just as tight with us, like Buda and those guys that fit right in, but just like they, they don't want to be on the text thread at 3 a.m. Yeah. yeah, right. Oh, no, I totally get you it. Know. Different temperaments. But well, still, I mean, they just close. We just don't no, I get, them there's, in like, man, you were saying, there's a social aspect to each one of us. And like, Keo, you're the only one I know that like goes out all <clears> the time. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it depends on where you are and your personality and where you are in life, too. And sometimes it's like, when I'm home, I, I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, the, the podcast is a good excuse for me to, like, hang out with people and get to know people. Yeah. And it's worked. So I feel like this has been that thing sure. for you guys. And so you do those family things together, like Thanksgiving and stuff like that. And, well, plus I feel like, well, pretty much like all these friendships are not forced, you know, because you yes. have a lot of people who move to town you who have to do that. Yeah, I mean, like they may hit Jeff for coffee or, or just like whatever, and you know, like they try to force their. Well, I mean, like you say, you know, well, like networking, but I mean, yeah. just I'm, well, just in my opinion, I mean, like I don't want to network with anybody. I want to make lifelong like relationships and friends, yes. and you know, like everybody in here 
I don't think like one relationship was forced at all. Like, mm-hmm. oh man, dude, we get hanging all the time. You know? Yeah, yeah, none of it's yeah. like that. Tucker. Oh, yeah. Tucker, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, you know, but I mean, like, well, the first time like I met Ben, well, fully, you know, we toured together this past year, and um, you know, I mean. I've seen just a bunch of people on tours who'd be like, oh man, come on, oh man, like what kind of drums? I mean, you're just like, holy, okay. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I feel like the, I mean, I've probably said, what, like a handful of words to Ben over the first like few weeks. Well, it took that long to get the words out. Jesus. I feel what you're trying to say is this is not an actual gig finder. You know, but but you know, I mean, like after like a certain period of time, you know, and um, like me and Ben have a great rapport, and I mean, I don't think Ben yeah, thought that you. I was, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I was just like up on him the whole time, you know. I mean, I mean, like just ask, oh man, what kind of heads did you? I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, like there comes a point where it's like, man, dude, I don't give a shit about gear. But, you know, yeah, I, mean, I just want to. Yeah. I mean, like, I just want to get to know you as a person. Yeah. Like if I enjoy being around you, mm-hmm. it's great. You know? I literally don't know what kind of drums you play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no fucking idea. I just realized that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was one of the questions. We're going to go around and tell CB700. I really only know Jeff and Billy. Yeah. You know, I, met, I met Kyle, yeah. I think is when I met you. I think I think this was in California. Did we meet in California? Is that the first time we met? Oh, yeah, yeah. First time we were meeting him, but... San Diego. Yeah, 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 yeah. but I just remember like walking up to him and I was like, Hey, dude, I'm fucked up. You want a drink? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you said to me, <laughs> And then we, you know, became buddies. You know, yeah, you know, you know and he couldn't drink before his gig, so he watched me drink. Yeah. So it was great, but it was funny. Yeah, I mean, that uh, was, but afterwards we had a good time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did, but it was dude. Come we up, met uh, Keo and I met in the infield of uh, the Indy 500 track. <clears throat> yes, remember that? Barely. You were playing <laughs> with some. Uh, <laughs> And I like, met you a long time ago. You came up to me at a festival, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. Right. And I didn't. Uh, Man, my favorite was I was Keo. sort of an, a blob that day. <laughs> I'm a so, blob on the road. I had met Keo briefly a couple times, just like handshakes, hey, whatever, and never talked to him again. We, I showed up in Houston on a gig, and he was on stage playing, and so I'm like, kind of backstage on the ramp watching. He turns around. And he's not playing at time. He gets up, runs over, gives me a big hug. He's like, what's up, man? Oh, I got to go play. I'm Well, you know, while we're talking about Kia, I can tell you another story. There was one time I was playing at the stage on Broadway. My Sabian was just completely fucked. You walked That's in. That's why you to- shouldn't play them. You walked in. You, you need a new symbol. I'll get you one. And completely hooked me up. You know, we kind of knew. I don't know what, yeah. at what stage. Like I knew you, but I it was sounds like, it sounds like that's a key Wait, did he show up with another Sabian symbol? Because that's not helping. <laughs> Sabian shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sabian yeah. shirt. Brought your Sabian shirt with a gravy stick. <laughs> don't get me started on that. I don't have any Sabian shirts. It was a bumper sticker. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They all went to Britney. How did, how did. I don't remember. I remember. I met Tucker. Yeah. He was opening. He, you were a Josh. You, you and I met. I was eating John Henry's Beanie Weenies as he was pouring <laughs> beer into a floor. Oh, shit. That's the night that you, the night you conceived uh, yes. the sea bombs. No. Were you no. standing over them? I was, I was pushing his tail. <laughs> <laughs> I was pushing his tail. <laughs> 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 
I'm sorry, I can't. Let the boy watch. Tucker was playing with Josh Thompson, and we played some Florida, you know, shit hook festival down in nowhere. And I remember meeting him. We were doing shit during the day, meeting him. And later that night, I was standing on the side of the stage, and then this little blonde girl was next to me, and she was like, I'm his wife. And I was like, oh, you're Sierra. And like, I met her. And late, months later, he was like, yeah, we're pregnant. We'd become friends by then. And he was like, yeah, we're, we're pregnant. And he was like, matter of fact, it was the night we met. <laughs> so uh, August, you yeah, know, August is like the little lucky charm, little cocksmith. Yeah. And here's why I'm thankful for this little cadre of shit hooks is because I'm kind of the elder statesman because I've lived here for 30-something years. I've, I've been here since 84, and Ben and... But he actually Jeff, looks like the youngest person in the room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. Ben and Jeff have been here like since early. You were here in 93? 93. Yeah, and I, God knows how many times I was in the same room with them or maybe within the same... You know, small square footage of a gig or wherever. And I just within the last two years, I met, I've met these guys, which is like, and I'm not the most outgoing person. Right. I'm, you know. So and I, neither really yeah. are any yeah. of us except That's for Kevin thing, and Kia. Man. Like I was, I was here for, I kind of came to town with the gig. So when, when I moved here, we were playing 200 shows a year. So there isn't much time for yeah, it's hard getting out. And I'm not one of those go out type. I don't like going out to Broadway or like drinking a whole lot or anything. You don't grind? Yeah, I don't, Do I, grind? I don't grind. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, really, but then, a grind. you know, grinds that weed down here. There goes my coffee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what I'm saying is like a lot of us, I mean, because of who we are, I mean, there's like this common thread with very yeah. few exceptions uh, where we're just not the most sociable. Yeah, like we're totally not being that kind totally of person, funny. and I'll get out, you know, before my girlfriend was living here every single day. I mean, meet mm-hmm. someone for lunch or dinner, and I think everyone does, even, you know, that's, at that's least what every I wanted. day. That's what I wanted from, of, from where's, them. Where's yeah. lunch today? Anybody? Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. You need not to take a nap, man. I do. <laughs> but I think literally every day there's some amount of us doing something together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the cool thing is we really don't talk... You know, we, we do talk about drums, and of course it comes up, and of course we'll we'll be taking the piss out of somebody because they're self-promoting their fucking ass off, and it's annoying. <laughs> or we'll take the piss out of somebody that is like, you know, this that guy, that jackass on Instagram that's like, oh, Buddy Ranch, I can play anything Buddy Ranch. You know, we'll, we'll talk about assholes like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and oh, this, look at this delusional dude I found. You know, we'll bust people up, and we'll bust each other, we'll bust ourselves, but the funny thing is it ends up being therapy. Ben and I are like... Two, yesterday or whatever, I was like, man, I just, or two days ago, I was like, I have lost my voice. I can't play anymore. We'll talk about that. We talk about relationships. We talk about fucking yeah. kids. You know, we, I mean, we, we really do, like, fucking kids. It really does. got the bleep button. Keo and Tucker talk about that. Do you want I was going to say, I was going to say, that we don't use we a lot of kids. Is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what was your question? Did me Tucker, Kevin, and Billy's got one on the way. Billy's got one in this right. week, probably. Yeah, any, yeah any, any, any minute now. As a matter of fact, I need to make sure I have my phone on. <laughs> <laughs> if your kid was just born, oh my god, that's that. Favorite Spinal Tap line? Oh, it's, it's hands down. My favorite one. <clears throat> you said speed. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it takes a little bit. It takes a little bit of setup. He's getting a cut on it. Well, the, 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 
the whole when they're sound checking and uh, the girlfriend comes in and he gets on you know Derek not the, the bass player what's his name uh, uh, Derek Small Derek, Derek Small Derek, he's like uh, hello Janine and then he's like smell the glove is here <laughs> <laughs> hello darling there's just something yeah, hello darling where did you come from the airport that, that whole scene right there that's great it goes by so fast but the, the brilliance of the timing of that so I'll stop now mm. I just I love when he's in when he's showing him the guitars and he's like don't even look at it no don't touch it don't no, don't even look at it moving on that's a great one. yeah just my favorite's not a line it's but when they're playing at the before the puppet show and there's just oh, one shit. guy in the audience oh yeah, like, oh, yeah. 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 I just created that picture yeah. yeah that's one of my favorites just thumbs yeah. down from the audience Awesome. And, and, and if you see somebody at a gig, especially somebody you've got to do it. Yeah, man, I do it all the time. You know yeah. what you're doing. And they're leaning slightly forward <laughs> on their knee and they're going like this. Wait, if we're doing scenarios, can I change mine? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love when they're at the Air Force Base and they show up and they're playing and everybody's holding their ears. Like, just like, oh, what the fuck is this? Our first gig was like that with Brad. Literally, it was... It was Pennsylvania? No, it was in Austin. No, it was in Amarillo, Texas. It was at a some kind of debutante auction at an Elks Lodge. And, and they, How much did you go for? Nobody... It was some kind of weird... Yeah. And the ceiling height was like seven feet and it was like fluorescent... So Oh, it was, it was, yeah, it was, and it just, yeah, we started playing, was and it was, there? and everybody was just like, what is this shit? Well, I mean, there's so many stories of, I like, love that. it was so Spinal Tap, like, we got lost on the way to the stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They took, they took actual things that happened to bands, like, we were talking about the, uh, somebody brought up an article, I think it was Gene, about, you know, when Bev Bevan was playing, and, and, Briefly, when he played in Black Sabbath, it was like, oh, yeah, the whole Stone Age thing was taken from that, except mm-hmm. it was the reverse. They built this huge thing. They couldn't even get in the Coliseum. They could leave it on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> but all those things, like the dude getting caught in the pod that happened to Yes, like all yes. those things, they oh, cherry-picked shit. from yeah. actual things that weren't apocryphal. They were real. All the great movies that yeah. like that and like um, Almost Famous and stuff, like the airplane thing, that was hard, I think. It was a heart. Was that the band it was in? Like the airplane. The band and the drummer had one line. Yeah. 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 The, only, the only line the drummer had yeah. in the whole damn movie. Um, we're what, was, make it. what was your favorite? Let's keep doing the speed. What was your your, well, your favorite line? I've only seen the movie once. <laughs> I'm, I'm with Q. And, uh, and of course, it goes to 11. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I do like that. I, I remember the funny thing about it is I remember people like just building it up, building it up, building it up. And when I finally saw it, right. I, it was funny. You know, like so, you know, some things aren't funny when people go, "Oh man, do do do." You know, you see it? it's like it's like Anchorman. You know, it's like right. everybody else has their, 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 you know, they do a funnier version of Anchorman, and then when you see Anchorman, you're like, ah, okay. Right. But this was actually still. Well, you know what's yeah. probably funnier for Anchorman is if you're an anchor, if you're a if you're a weather guy at like a right. Louis Louisville, yeah. Louisville or Lexington station, and you watch Anchorman, you're probably like, I know pompous asses like Ron. Right. Rick. Yeah. Whereas we watch Spinal Tap, more like, yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay, yeah. so that being Still said, relevant. I encourage you all to watch the campaign at the oh, end. Yes. Oh, and watch yes. Yeah, I want to watch that. Again. I made my eleven and fourteen year old watch it with all the <clears throat> language. Good for you. My wife's like, "Why did we?" I said, "It's just so poignant." Uh, that I'm getting off. Uh, well, let me just try something else. Uh, favorite Buddy Rich line: "Clamps." <laughs> yeah. I think he said this. You motherfuckers are sucking all over the place. Yeah. 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 
Yep. Oh yeah. The my favorite one is the uh, the when he's complaining about the facial hair and he says something to the effect like it looks like the House of David baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> Cassette, yeah, or, yeah. or maybe on a, on a see. I was a friend of mine was playing it for the first time, and I think I was drinking like yeah, Coke or something. So it literally described it. Just Coke out <laughs> all over the dash of my buddy's car. I never heard that. Oh, cool. yeah. It's fully transcribed now. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, scripted. No, yeah, I remember uh, getting faxes of it. Somebody oh, drew. Uh, it should hang in the Louvre. It's not amazing. You know, it's it should really. It should have it, or in the musician hall. I don't think I have a favorite line from that. I think the whole thing. I think. Yeah. I, I think the whole thing is high art <laughs> because he was a raging son of a bitch. Everybody knows it. And there are multiple he, ones. There are multiple. Reasons. Oh sure, well, yeah, yeah, sure. Heard it, well. The thing about him is he was so. It, it's a, it's 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 the it's kind of the proof of like the the, the proof of how this works. If you're that good, mm. cock it up. <laughs> You'll get away with it because people are like, "Ah, it's just Buddy." I bet if he walked in the room and he wasn't that amazing at a drum, at, at playing drums, you'd just be like, "Who's this little prick that's just just an asshole to everybody?" Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's not like But I, I never, I never met him, so he might have been to his inner circle. You know, you see him on cars, and you're like, "Oh man, they look fun." Yeah, they must be. Yeah. They, you know, they love each other. So he was obviously cantankerous in certain situations, but he was so good that people are like, "Oh, that's just Buddy." Isn't this great? Yeah. But if you heard if you heard somebody else that you know wasn't the, on that level having that same tantrum, you'd be like, "Shut up, you!" <laughs> we watch videos and we're like, I, we completely forget that he was such a prick to these people because we're just like, "This is amazing." We get lost in that. And you know what? If I'm playing in that band and I, you know, and I'm one of his horn players on top of the top of the food chain on trumpet and world's best drummers, you know, I got to put up with a little bit of bullshit to get paid real well and travel the world and play that shit. Probably, I'd probably put up with it. <clears throat> Well, no, probably guys, I recorded it. Probably shake my beard. You know, or when you hear people talk back. Like, well, let me play host for a second. Let me proffer this question. Who would you rather play for? Buddy Rich? On any instrument, besides drums, obviously. Buddy Rich? Or be one of James Brown's drummers? Mm. Ooh. <sighs> Sorry, I didn't mean that. No, I, no, please do. No, that's you just good. cocked it. <clears throat> yeah. I think I'd rather be. I think I'd. I think I'd rather be one of James Brown's me drummers. Me too. Take the hit. I know he docked me. I know it wouldn't make a goddamn penny. I, I got you. He'd be hitting me all night. Yeah. I would have a penny, but I would. I think I would take that. I would. You know, I've seen him in action as a kid, and I would. I would probably take my chances with Buddy. I, See, I don't know. I, I, I saw. I saw, I saw him fire an engineer when I was a kid. Have you ever told you guys this story? Probably not. Okay. No. Anyway, <laughs> I'll go a little bit. So my dad, I, my dad's. You told me this, your dad was there, right? Yeah. yeah you told and me. And my dad's, you know, he. I beg him. He had to go to the studio where James was to do something. I was begging, let me go. I want to go. I want to go. That's what. So we get there. Long story short, we get there. The band's just getting sounds, but they're killing. They're they're doing their thing. James Brown comes in. Fuck it. Fuck it. It's fine. You recording that? The guy goes, no. He goes, fine. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I was like, I was a kid, a man, maybe ten, you know. And I just remember, like, and I remember my dad on the way home. He's like, not till your mother what happened. Not till your mother happened. That's yeah. Wow. That's a great story. I think that man. I have this long-standing theory that when you're really great at something, that energy has to come from somewhere else in you. That something else, if you're whatever you're great at, something else is a, is, the, is is equally deficient. 
because you know you had to route the power, and it's a, it's a it's a weak concept. That I haven't fully unboxed it, but I've always kind of worked under that assumption. So you look at guys like Buddy Richard, James Brown, anybody that's that's on this like whole other level. Something, something's just trash. Something's just beat all to hell. Yeah. Uh, What's been? Have you watched me try to be social? You watch this? this <laughs> no, I get it. No, I understand. You know, like hold a conversation. Yeah, it has all their shit together. Flirt with women. <laughs> that's that place. <laughs> he's, he's, he's sitting right over there. Yeah. yeah. Travis McNabb. Yes. God, that son of a bitch. I love I was standing so there at the NDJ the other night, standing in there talking to Christy, absolutely falling in love with her all over again. She's, she's amazing. amazing. And watching him play, and watching her watch him, and I was like... Everything's right. Every, you know, they probably have their... And, and Travis, if you're listening to this, I want to be you when I grow up. And I told her that the other night. But I was just like, it's like that's it. That's, this is what I've wanted. Like, she's awesome. He's awesome. Still in they love. They look amazing. Still amazing. in love. He's, 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 he looks... He's... And he's up there playing a song that she requested. Yeah. That she loved. And it was just, I was just sitting there going, I'm up there drunk, stumbling over yeah. myself. Oh, I'm up there just. Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking Farting potato on jeans. <laughs> I was like, that's it. That's, that's what, yeah. that's what I aspire to. Yeah. He Maybe puts, in, his, next... his shoes have more style than I've yeah. ever had yeah. in my <laughs> entire life. I love Christy too. She's there's, awesome. There's, 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 there's be more Christies in the world. Yeah. Mm. She's, there's, Christy McNabb. She, she can do a clinic. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. I got, I got three more questions for you. All right. Uh, if, if you weren't playing drums, what would you do? Mm. Sleeping on some girl's couch. Mm. Penthouse photographer. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'd be a mortician. Oh. Wow. Mm. wow. <laughs> you guys know that story. Wow. Too. No, 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 yeah, yeah, I know that story. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I have an honest that isn't funny. I would uh, either be. Building houses because I like the mechanics of it. Yeah. Or I'd be a chef. Yeah, chef. Well, uh, I was a radio DJ before I started doing oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, So I can do that, but sure, if I had it to do all over again, I'd probably become a pilot. Oh, uh, cool. Commercial pilot. Yeah. There you go. It works. Yeah. Air Force One pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Every day I open up like that? click hole. I'm just like I, I wanna do like I wanna like there's probably no money in it, but just being able to like be able to create something that's no, I think somebody is, reads in five minutes. Rob wants to run the real. end of the yeah. internet. Okay. <laughs> Rob wants to run the end of the internet. I know, I don't want that. <laughs> He's found it most I'm, of the time. Yeah. <laughs> You should be a writer. You should yeah, be a writer yeah. on a comedy. You know the sitting in a room, coming oh, up with jokes. Right. I, I, I love his work. I, listening to him talk or reading his interviews, I'm going to push him down a cliff because he's so annoying. But the guy's brilliant. He's very funny. I think I there's work. Creativity is a premium on it, yeah. and, and there's a lot of people with money that need creative people in their life, yeah. and they'll pay handsomely for it. We're just too much of we're just you know retarded with with business. <laughs> yeah. We don't know how to make that happen. Yeah. I think I'm actually. I was talking to Maddie the other day, and Ben and I were talking about this. I'm a. Uh, once I get over this, I'm. I'm. I am uh, in the midst of a battle with our, with our internal revenue service. When that is over, uh, I'm going to open up something like a. I won't duke it out with coffee. Might have coffee. Probably not going to duke it out with the barista parlors and the doses. And you're a partner and, in, in a hot sauce. I own a hot, part of a hot sauce company, Mad Hatter Foods. Um, and that's cool, um, but I think I'm going to get like a Ben and I talked about opening up a little, uh, little food joint or yeah. a little hang joint. I, in a perfect world, I'm uh, you know I don't have to drive downtown or to Germantown 
to find a place where like Billy and a bass player and a keyboard player are just fucking bucking off on a Thursday night when when he's home and you can get a decent bowl of food and there's cool music playing or whatever and it's a nice hang and there are yeah. assholes there like I'm gonna I'm gonna build that place somehow yeah and Billy and I talked about that last week like yeah. Dallas has that. Yeah, and a lot of places have that because they have to have that. Mm -hmm. This is, seems like this is such a music business town <clears throat> that that comes first. Well, mm -hmm. there are always little places like uh, even Sutter last night on the phone was like, "Man, you gotta come out here for Nam," and I'm like, "Good." Like, <laughs> you know, he was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, the Tiki Joint right down the street from my house." Like, there's little places where the dudes will go. Like, you call Redmond right yeah. now. We're like, "Where are you going tomorrow night when you're in LA?" He'd be like, "I'm going out to the Tiki Hut because there's jazz." Like, there's always these <laughs> yeah. little these little spots. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, and it's you never... to do a separate podcast with him just doing all the different drummers. In town. <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a round table. <laughs> yeah, it's only gonna but be that. Yeah. It's <laughs> not going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you know, you, if you if you're like, hey, if you ask somebody in LA, where are you going? They don't go. Oh, I'm going to the the Troubadour. Or I'm going to the you know. They yeah. might go. I'm popping by the Rainbow Room or whatever, just for for a picture yeah. or something. But the, the the places you know of, the the name joints in any town, that's not where the real dudes go hang out anyway. I know. They go to this like hole in the wall. Well, mm -hmm. this town needs more holes in the wall yeah. that aren't downtown. Or in East Nashville, so I'm gonna yeah, that aren't hot spots. I'm gonna yeah. pick somewhere on the suburbs. It's gonna be harder to harder to survive. But I think there's a lot of people like where I live, kind of over in Donaldson. They're in a decent fucking cup of coffee within ten minutes. But right, maybe I'll build a place that where there is, and there isn't a place to go see yeah, that we need cool music. That. You know, we so need that. We need that. I think I'll do that. Well, I, you know, this this is. I got two more questions for you, and this this might have been your answer. So you're cut off. Uh, <laughs> what do we need more of? Hmm. Mm. Or what do we need less of? Damn it, that's my next question. That, is that, was that the next question? Okay. Uh, what do we need more of? Jeez. Uh, Public have, transportation. Have, What's that? As drummers. Oh, as, as drummers. As, oh. Let's just, let's go I think there. we need more oh. brutal honesty. There, yeah. there, there it is. Absolutely. Oh, we need more love for just the art of it yeah. and more more just pure simple love of music not love of success yeah or, yeah. or fame yeah or fame yeah. or notoriety yeah. or yeah. just more just strip down love of the art regardless yeah. unconditional love yeah. Yeah. we talked yeah. about the what would you change when you're 14 i think people now have the focus of ben's gig or right. kevin's gig when they're 14. Only. I yeah. never, that never occurred to me. Yeah. You think American Idol and things like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the yeah, internet yeah. and, totally. and just, yeah, the you internet. know. Things are easy now. Are they? Yeah. They're, 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 I mean, at that age, for me, it's like I had a modern drummer. You know, there was a little yeah. bit of internet going on, but like, not like it is now. But, yeah. you know, you look at modern drummer and that's who you look up to. And But my focus was playing music. Playing yeah. music as much yeah. as you can, with as much as many different styles as you can doesn't really matter how much you're getting paid yeah. just you know and when I when I got to the point where I made 30 grand in a year I felt like holy shit I'm doing awesome mm -hmm. and I was working five or six nights a week yeah, you know yeah. to make that much Kyle do you agree? oh yeah totally um, I think that has to do a lot, well just like a lot to do with all the younger players coming into town too yeah. I think especially like in LA or New York or here or whatever um, I think we obviously just need just all these, this new 
uh, just like younger group of people just to come in and be more genuine about just a lot of things. And willing to struggle. Like yeah. more yeah. willingness yeah. 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 to Wait, suffer. Right. So like whenever I seriously moved to town, I mean like that $300 thing like was not a joke. Like my second year in town, I mean like it always seems like that second winter that you move here. It's like all your money runs out. And then like, you don't have a part-time job or, or like whatever else is going on. Like I seriously had $300 in my account my second winter here. And I was just like, holy shit, how am I going to pay this rent? A lot of people give up then too. Right, it weeds out the weaker, right. yeah. weaker people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you, and you, like you understand that, and if you just kind of just power through it, and you're an actual like genuine person instead of just you know bunning up to Ben. It's like, oh Ben, how can I be just like yeah. you, and how can I get your gig? I'm just like, well, Ben already has that gig. Ben's been on that gig for 18 years, and guess what? He's probably not going to call you to come sub in if Brad Paisley needs a sub yeah. drummer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's a horror He's going to call one of yeah. us, and yeah. we're all going to turn him down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be dumb up to do it. Yeah. But, yeah. but you, you know, people just, I mean, what we need more of is for people to be honest with themselves, uh, honest with your, your craft, honest with where you are, honest with, uh, you know, being like an, a genuine person. When you meet someone, Meet the person. Don't meet mm-hmm. what you want from them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, mean, I think that uh, that was a big thing for me when I moved to town. Because, <clears throat> I mean, I didn't meet, I mean, obviously I didn't meet Ben and Rob until later years of being here. But I remember wanting to meet Shannon Forrest and wanting to meet Chris McHugh and wanting to meet Eddie Bears and mm-hmm. wanting to meet these guys. And, and and Greg Morrow. And until, I, I mean, when I saw those guys, and if I was like, oh, hey, man, like, what sticks to you play? You know, they were like, they were cool to me, you know, but there was still this weird thing. But when I when I met them and it was like, you know, especially after being here for a couple of years, and I was like, oh, hey, man, like, I just saw, you know, so-and-so the other day and we were talking about you. And they were like, and they would say, oh, yeah, man, you know, that's funny. The other day I was talking about you. And then the, the genuine relationships started happening. And then, honestly, genuine work started happening. I mean, it may, and it may have been from those guys, but it seemed like, once I stopped trying to be a drummer, trying to be a businessman, trying to be this thing, it just became myself, everything started to work out better. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think people need, you know, I think that's what we need more of, is being genuine and being true to the craft, man, like, and being true to the to the business, which means it's going to get shitty before it gets better. Do you and think some of these guys, these established <clears throat> drummers when we first come to town, are so mired in fake bullshit that when they see some a young player with some integrity and honesty it's probably welcoming why do you think I made this group it's exactly that Will plays in town mm-hmm. makes, makes a solid living mm-hmm. playing in town yeah. sometimes he's fucking playing bass but you know what he doesn't do doesn't give a shit what kind of what drum company I endorse when I was like hey I'm, I'm jumping over to Ludwig I'm gonna play this stuff he was like oh man cool you should get a blank but like, he's never groomed. Yeah, he was right. always just cool, and he's honest with himself. As if anything, he's he's too self-deprecating. He's a better drummer than he presents himself as being, you know. But but the reason I want to have coffee with him, the reason Kyle was welcome in, the reason Tucker was brought in, the reason these younger dudes, because Ben and I are, you know, Ben, Rob, and I are the kind of oldest guys here. The reason the younger dudes are are are, are welcome in this, and some others aren't, is because. They're really busy telling everybody about their new 
drum endorsement that they're really just paying the same thing they're paying at Forbes, but it's a big deal to them. Yeah. And and talking about that is a big deal to them. And not and getting their feelings hurt when someone's being honest with them, if anyone ever is, which very few people are. You know, you know those people. They're not welcome in my little circle. Well, it goes back to ben, what Ben was saying, like being honest with your craft, and and it's like being more dedicated to being creative and not. A, you know. Well, that's my other question. Uh, what do we need less of? Soul tone symbols. <laughs> you know what? No, I, they can't I, be. that'll be edited. I, mean, that's they can't um, be. I will say I, I am. I know I talk a lot, but I'm gonna, and I'll, I'll get out of the way. But I, this this has been bothering me a lot. That what we need less of is people that think they are the apex educator and mm-hmm. information giver uh, and and authority on the subject. I don't know how many times I've seen and this guy that internet Instagram guy we've been clowning on lately. You know, he's P Styles or whatever. He's the he's a perfect example of delusion. But even less than nuts, less than fully delusional, is just a solid ninety percent of the people that are that I see at all. They're they're like giving these little lessons, and they're like, and you're like, or they're or they're talking about how they're experts, and this isn't just drummers. Mm-hmm. People that own businesses in this town are like the businesses are like, let me help you out, mm-hmm. motherfucker. You got you you played a real gig for two months. Five, six, seven, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. You're not an expert at shit. Mm-hmm. And this, the new drummer, you've been in town for two years and you've got your, like, what you think is a deal is basically what Gary will give you at Forks. And, like, yeah. you've got all the, you're, you're convincing people to follow you because you're writing all the right hashtags. So you're getting these big followers and somehow they think you're an authority. Yeah. But you aren't. And you're making things worse. So there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that where everyone. Everyone is an authority. So then you have to weed through it and you go, oh, wow, well, here's a guy that's actually, like, teaching. And those guys are, got like, you know, they got, like, 1,000 followers. And then you see this other clown that is just bullshit. So then so that exists. So, it, so real teachers teaching real stuff, you well, believe exists. I think it exists. Yeah. And I think that you can actually find it. I, you know what? I shared a thing that, that I saw Keo share. And I don't, I haven't really hung out with Wes a whole lot, but Wes Little uh, did a thing at Pacey. Oh, that was great. And there's yeah. a little clip of yeah. him that, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know if he's on Instagram or how many followers he has, but, like, this little clip of him at Pacey talking about, uh, he's talking while he's playing and he's sh- 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 moving the beat around. He's moving the feel a little bit, adding adding some grace notes, adding some lift We're and some bounce to it, swinging it, straightening it out. Straightening out. He's it. talking about it, and I reposted it. I was like, this is where it's at. Stop listening to the guy showing you that church yeah, lick because yeah. that's bullshit. It's going to get yeah, you fired. Yeah. Listen to this guy. Yeah. Then I saw another clip of Matt Billingsley yeah. where he's talking was- about how t- 20 milliseconds off when you're playing a loop for Taylor in a stadium, if you're 20 milliseconds off that loop, yeah. 400 feet away, it sounds like shit. Yeah. you got to be on. So people are like, I can play that Taylor gig. That's nothing. Bullshit, you can play that gig. I've watched you play I know what you're saying because uh, a lot of times we spend so much time and energy picking apart the shit that we hate. It's like Mr. Burns. I know what I hate, right. and I don't hate this. As the Rolling Stones killed. Exactly. I think that's the other thing. I'm going to answer my own damn question. It's like that's what I feel like we need less of. 
is, is, is I know it's good, especially within a safe group, to just like, bitch, I'm so sick and tired of this shit, I'm tired of that. But it's like, really, how do we refocus on the things that we want other people to promote the so, shit that's good? Well, there's exactly. so, there's but, so much information. There's so, like, yeah. that, that would be, in a grander scale, kind of answer my question is like, I would, I feel like I'm bombarded. Everything, whether it's news or, or, or drum stuff, it's like when I think Ben and I talked about this before. When we were kids, like just pouring over album credits. You would see a name like Roger Hawkins or Bernard Purdy. It's like you didn't know. Like I didn't. I thought Roger Hawkins was an old black dude. Right. And then I I picked up the Modern Drummer with with J Mo and and Butch Trucks on the cover, and he was this doughy looking white dude with an afro and coke bottle glasses. And I'm like, that's the motherfucker that played on oh, yeah. Staples. It's like. <laughs> And, and there's something about having those realizations, like discovering things on your own, mm-hmm. and now everything is so foisted upon us. All these, whether it's these drum teachers that are trying, these people yeah. are trying to call themselves educators, it, it's like, I want my own path. I want to figure out my own way to figure something out. And I feel like I, I have too many options at times. There's yeah. no, uh, there's no, that, there's something about having that disconnect yeah. and finding that path to the, the right information, mm-hmm. which is, a beautiful, like, kind of normal, natural, organic. I get that. Yeah, like, yeah you know, that's that's a lot. I get of so bummed out when when I turn on, you know, Facebook or whatever it is, and I just see all these dudes, and they're all great. But it's like I'm not, I'm not like, I'm just not getting anything from it. It's like it's like taking a radio dial and just going back and up and back. Yeah. Or that thing I posted yesterday was like all the hits of Billy Joel played at once. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I want yeah. less information. Do you think we're going to hit a point? Or maybe a better point. Yeah, well, I, the thing is that as consumers and as people, you know, if you want to, any, any other business you go into, you study it, right? So, like, if you want to be a lawyer, you study, yeah, yeah. you know, there's a, like formalities that you study, you do research, right? And you have to pass the bar. And you have, yeah, exactly. Right. And I think for our, the problem that we have is there's so much information out that people don't go and do research. And there's no they, filter. They, they, they basically, no yeah. they basically yeah. Wikipedia, or however the hell you pronounce it, they do that, and that's how they get their information. Yeah. And so the same thing happens with music and, and, and drumming, is that we see people like, there's no reason why someone <coughs> playing a cover song you know, should get a three, four, ten million li- uh, views or likes on a, on a thing, because they're not doing anything, they're not doing anything original. But they are. You know, and that's yeah, it's the thing. It's like they're the thing. so. We're, what are we fighting? I mean, like, what? Yeah. we're we fighting enough. And so, that's the thing. I think I'm add some advice to it. But that's but that's the issue, though. It's like the problem is this, though. The somebody, will, the people, the general public. So, like, just say, let's just say, uh, uh, Honeybee, right? The Tom Petty tune, right? So, say there's uh, some person playing this song, a cover song, playing through the track on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. It gets. 15 million views, and because they do not have the, uh, you know, the original tracks to take the drums out, they're having to play it exactly like what's on there. If not, you'll hear, you'll hear the flam, right? Right. Now, the, the people who are liking this, and, and this is inspiring and all this shit, they have no idea that it's Steve Ferroni on the track. And that's the problem that I have with it. Or if they do, they don't care. But yeah, and yeah. you know, it's like, yeah. and it's like, that's cool that this person is, that, you know, this person is. If they're gonna, if they're providing a gateway for you to find something else or to discover who he is, yeah. Steve Froney is is one thing. But the problem is, those people don't mention it. 
They don't say. Right. They, don't, they go, hey, this is me playing this track by Tom Petty. Yeah. They don't say, hey, this is me playing this track by Tom Petty yeah. that Steve Ferroni originally played drums on. Right. That's the problem I have with that. And yeah. that, you know, and so I think that we all need to, and, and I, I mean, I say all of us because as a the community and people want to be musicians and want to get better, is that you need to do proper research, not surface stuff. You know, like every day I like, I'm bad about it, but I, I'll YouTube every day and find stuff. And if I find like those clips with Matt and Wes and those guys doing like original stuff, I'll post it. I mean, it's very little of me doing that, and I'm okay with it because I don't like I don't like doing it. But I love sharing things like that that are original and people giving honest advice. Mm-hmm. They've done it. They've mm-hmm. seen it. You know what I mean? Those things. I'm not gonna repost someone playing a cover. Yeah. You know, uh, just not gonna do it. Now, if it's a video of Steve Ferroni playing well, Honeybee, one people thing. are only gonna get so far you know, if they're willing to to accept that is what they're gonna you know doing their yeah. research. What I kind of have a problem with that though, saying you know because people want to learn how to cop a style, mm-hmm. and that that you're gonna sound that way if you're doing that. Like I grew up loving country music, and then I loved Dream Theater, and then I really got into jazz music, and then mm-hmm. you know, but. We, and I know Rob and Ben and Kevin grew up where you had that forced period where if you really dug a band, then you got their album and you had to wait a year until you got the next one, you know? So you had that year for that music to become a part of you. And now people don't have that. You know, they arrived at the way that they played after years of soaking in tons of their favorite records well now people grow up and they're able to click on YouTube and go here and here and here and get a little piece of this and this and all this. the knowledge is spread out of that too yeah nothing nothing is really soaked in I and, think that yeah. it, I think that that the other reason that some older dudes and this is why it sounds like we're like get off my lawn but there's a reason that I am so critical and I will, I will be less salty <laughs> and actually offer some advice and some legitimate it, 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 explanation um, I wasn't enabled so I had to really judge whether or not I was doing something that was worth a shit. Whereas now, um, my advice to people would be, don't believe your own hype. Mm-hmm. Because it's real easy to <coughs> post something on Instagram or something and go like, I got 500 views and 500 people liked it. And this must, I must be amazing. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to... To, that's why I'm always like, explain how shitty what I'm doing is because I'm looking at it like, this is terrible, but this is what I'm working on. I'm showing what I'm working on. But a lot of people are out there. They're getting so much. Even that delusional guy we were looking at, there are so many people. Their comments are like, yeah, dude, and amazing, and you're the best, and bro. And, and that happens so much. People are so busy. And they're doing They're starting on the, on the right foot. They want to support, and they want to encourage and they want to be positive, yeah. and I understand the the I understand wanting to do that. But at some point, if you don't surround yourself with people, they're going to bust your balls, or not even bust your balls like we do, but just be like, "Yeah, man, that was good. It's flaming." Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm not kidding. I'm watching you. That wasn't you didn't do that well. Mm-hmm. Well, that's if I tell Billy he didn't do something well, he trusts me. He's going to go like. Which part? I'm going to tell him which part. He's going to the next time he does it, he's going to light me up. So many people are believing their own <coughs> bullshit. Yeah, you're the best. You're the, oh, you know, and it's it's basically like 
mini versions of the readers poll. They're not, like they're not used to anything. Uh, there was a, a young dude last year that posted a video of him working on a Toto song, and people were like, yeah, and all those things. And yeah, one big. person came in and said, okay, technically, if you want to do this, this is how Carl played the hi-hat, and you want to make sure you do it this way. And he was like, man, I am, uh, why are you saying this? I'm just trying to do it. It like, could be mean. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone came to his defense. Yeah, I, 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 did, I tried to do, I was at Buddha's when he was when I went over just to see the loft his studio yeah. and I was and I sat down and I had just, all week long Robin I had been listening to Babylon Sisters like mm-hmm. you know like constantly and I sat down and I was doing it he was like no 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 I was like I know I suck at it and he was like no 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 you'll you'll suck at it less. If you do that quarter note stomp yeah, that Verdee does, yeah. so, so that so that lift is on that that middle partial of the of the triplet, right, right, right. that's how it feels good. And I was like, oh right. shit, okay, cool. I didn't get my fucking feelings. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, well, I mean, like it's just like well, in my opinion, well, I mean, like I have children, yeah, but I mean, even if you were like growing up with some friends, you know, like it's always kind of like the parents who just just always say to their kids, oh, you're doing great, you're doing great, right. blah blah blah. And, right. I mean, like, it's really great to have some support like that, but at the same time, I think it's kind of a detriment to no, no, what's I trying to be yeah, yeah, accomplished. And plus, like, the fact, I mean, like, I think, like, well, like we've all had teachers. Well, thank God, like, I was blessed with some teachers that actually shot to me straight, yes. especially in college. I mean, you know, like, mm-hmm. I have a degree in uh, music and performance and stuff, and my teacher right reamed, <laughs> thanks, I mean, like, my teacher reamed my ass, like, if I didn't... Not my temple. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, he would just, like, read me. He'd be like, oh, cool. I'm like, you didn't practice this week? Or, I mean, oh, no, oh, no, it like, sounds terrible. No, just leave I'm, like, leave your lesson after 10 minutes. Be like, cool. See you next week. And I'm just like, uh. You're and, behind. Good yeah. Time. And I was just like, well, now looking back, I'm just like, man, like, I'm really glad that I didn't have, like, exactly. just teachers exactly. who were just like, oh, man, you're doing such yeah. a great job. Yeah. Like, it's like Ed So. It sounds like shit. You know, you oh. hear stories yeah. about Soph yeah. and the kind of shit. Shit that he says to his kids, yeah, yeah, and that is where some of the best drummers come from, from Texas. I'm yeah, like my, my maybe third or fourth show tour with Kevin. This is like four years ago. I remember walking off stage. They played right after us. He was like, "Man, it was great. You played great, but you're rushing the you know backbeat here or there." And I was like, "Oh, awesome. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll yeah. fix that." And then the next show, he was like. You fixed it. Yeah. Right. He was pushing the ends of his phrases. He was yeah. playing great. Right. Right. He got to the end of his phrase and he'd shove through it. And I was like, dude, you're fucking awesome. Except for this one thing. Yeah. Be awesome. Stop yeah. doing that. Yeah. The, the other night, Keo broke my balls about playing uh, Will It Go Around in Circles. <laughs> he, and which, which had to happen. Because I, I listened. I went earlier in the day. I kind of thought we'd play that song in, this, this, uh, in the band I was doing. And... Uh, and I went and listened to the record and got into that groove. I was like, okay, this is great. I've got this. And uh, I just brushed up on it for a minute and I felt good, felt great. And got into the gig and they played it a totally different way. <laughs> but I stuck to my, th- I was just like, no, this is how, this is how I did it two hours ago. And it was not happening. It wasn't happening. <laughs> and you knew that. You at all. I knew that it as it, as we were playing it, but I was like, I'm just going to stick to it. I'm just going to... Two hours gonna... later at dinner, he was yeah. like, it just didn't feel right. And Keo just went, because you fucking played it wrong. <laughs> you're doing yeah. the album version. Yeah. You're playing the live version. <laughs> yeah. Four on the floor, he, was, he, started out, he started out going, man, I thought you, you, you I liked everything you did tonight. But man, <laughs> you guys did that song. That was not good. That was awful. He, 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 I said he crushed me. I said, man, you were swinging like a fucking barn. 
<laughs> yeah. And that hurt because I know swing. I, you know, I, I can't even play straight, really. You know, I, you, you were, ever. You were aware of it. and we I was all, aware. If I yeah. had been there, I probably would have been aware of it. And it's like, yeah. but, but knowing, like being able, that, that's, I think, one of the most important skills. We talk about having too much information and all this stuff that you know younger drummers are coming up with more concerned with their networking and all that stuff is like I'm hearing and seeing a lack of listening like self-critical listening as well as listening you know reading a room in your environment when I see sometimes I see younger players it's just like look what I can do or I'm going to apply all the skills that I have mm. to this one artist's music and that's going to be it instead of like what the fuck do you need to like that girl that's playing the guitar a little bit her song might be shitty but she's paying you watch her right arm if that's what her tempo is, that's where it needs to be. Totally. You know? The rhythm watch ain't right. Yeah. Yeah, the rhythm exactly. watch ain't right. <laughs> Any page and, shit. You know, and, yeah. and having, a, like, I had, a, I had a couple of gigs this year, man, big ones that I, I was looking forward to doing, and I completely shit the bed because I was unprepared. I was busy. I didn't have time to really learn the songs. I've been listening to them for years, but I wasn't ready to do the show. And in the second we started playing, it sounded terrible, had shitty backline kit, and you can make all those excuses mm. that you want but in that moment when it comes down of the years of playing you should still be ready to do it and I completely shit the bed and I was I beat myself up about it but I knew it and I used it as a teaching moment for myself and and moved on and it's like you, you know you have to and I don't see a lot of that well I don't see a lot of younger guys playing but I see when I see videos and so I get people playing in bands and doing these these videos it's like there's just there's just everything that I can throw at a moment to apply to it there's not like a self well, I don't think they have people like the, you know, here's the thing. If you're, if you're having a crisis, you know, of your, of your stylistic, where you're wondering what you're doing, or you're worried, worrying about your job, or you're worrying about your relevance as a drummer, or even just regular stuff, if you have a group of people that have been honest with you, you've sat across the table where Kia has been like, nah, man, yeah. that wasn't it, Ben. I know you're one of the best damn drummers. You're one of the best damn drummers I'm ever going to meet, but that moment, nah, that didn't happen. If you have somebody that's willing to be honest with you about that, or no, Rob, yeah, I, I, I feel you, dog. But that way, if you have those people, at another time when you're like, man, then this is what I've been working on, you know, and you're playing where he sees you, if you know, he'll go, no, that was great. You can trust him, and go, and then you can really gauge, like, okay, wait a minute, maybe I'm being a little too hard on myself because somebody that I know was going to call bullshit on me if I played bad, I know Billy would say, yeah, that was rough, but he, Billy said it was good. Okay, cool. Now I, now, I can, now I can reset. You want, to keep, you want to keep growing. You want to keep. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a matter of trusting the source of praise yeah. or criticism. That's yeah. the thing. It's like, it's it's great when people say you're great, but who's the source? Is it your friends? Is it yeah. your mom? Of course. Like people love you. They're going to tell you how. Like it's kind of going back to not believing your own hype, but don't believe. You can believe what you want, but make sure the source is credible, and that's whether it's positive or negative yeah, criticism. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's just information. You know what I mean? It's like it's yeah. it's basically you did something, you got some feedback. You can take it as positive or or you know or uh, not positive for the fuck that is. Anyway, you can do you know you can do that, or you can just take it as information, check the source, adjust if you need to. And you know, and that and that works. And the other thing is, though, is like me and Ben, of course, we're, we're buddies, and I know, you know, I wouldn't just bust people's balls about stuff like that. 
<clears throat> unless you asked me to mm. one you didn't ask me to I just did it but <laughs> and then we but, laughed about yeah, it that's the other thing it, I didn't get all in his yeah, face or anything you get a little but hurt about it but we laughed well it hurt but I knew it yeah but the other thing too is though it's like being able to take advice from your buddies really busting your balls really helps when your boss has has to say something to you and you don't get butthurt about it. Yep. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. When you when you're on a you know, when you're on a gig and you know, you're you know, the singer says, Hey man, this is a you know, this is too fast, <coughs> you know it's the same tempo, you know how to treat that. You know how to go, Oh yeah, man, cool. Well let's let's play it back or let's change the tempo, blah blah blah. You know how to also, you know, deal with those situations as opposed to blowing up on them or, or taking what they say yeah. to heart. And then you shit the bed when it's time to, to change it. You yeah. know what I mean? And they go, then they go, oh man, this, the guy I hired does it, it's not it's not playing very well. You know, I'm, I remember doing that. I'm at, I remember like you know I was I did a gig. I mean I'll say I did a little a little big town gig, and I could take things, but then I couldn't take things because I was so wrapped up in it and so serious that when they needed me to do something, I was I, I took it all personal, mm. and when it was time for me to play. And do what they want me to do. I could obviously do it. I didn't do it because I was so, you know, I was I was so wrapped up in my, my head that I just completely shit to bed, mm. and they found themselves a new drummer. That that oversensitivity will do you in because your boss isn't going to be as well, nice. I got a perfect example. I know I've been talking a lot, but I have a perfect example. You know, um, the last show of my year with Randy, and I have like one show a month till April. You know, so I'm off. He's in Australia. You know, with his wife doing Christmas. But the last show, he, he, this is my artist, he shows up with a new song that he wants us to learn the last show because he wants to get a vibe and see what he's going to write over the winter and stuff. And, you know, if you take things personally, you're not going to handle this well. Because Randy is like a lot of artists where they're not, they're not even, they're, they're not even either, they, Randy knows, but some don't know, but they either don't have the time or the inclination to coddle you yeah. or explain something. So I start playing along with the groove, and he's not, he doesn't stop and go like, hey man, I was thinking something different for the kid. Right, right. Fuck that. He turns around and he starts stomping the floor where he yeah. wants my foot to be. Uh-huh. Well, I don't take that personally. It's his song. Yeah, yeah. He wants it to yeah. feel different. I felt it as this, as this like... I was trying to be kind of funkier or whatever, for lack of a better term, and he wanted it straighter and deeper and behind. Mm. And he was actually stomping the floor behind the beat from where he was playing. Mm. It was so obvious that he wanted me to pull it back, but I wasn't. He doesn't. He didn't do it gently or tenderly. We've known each other for five years. He knew he wasn't going to hurt my feelings. He just turned around, and just started stomping the floor, and I started just hitting my bass drum when his foot hit the floor, and then he, he smiled. Yeah. He that he can do that with you. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. Gonna, he's not gonna hurt my feelings. You know. What are you gonna say about that too? Well, it was about the. What did he less of? Was yeah. I feel that like I'll use Rich as an example. Okay. He is. He's a great, incredible drummer. He does his thing. He has his brand. But there's so many guys that do exactly what he does. They're trying to be him. Yeah. Even with the drum set, the gear, everything, and they they go they show up to whatever gig it is, and they try and do him, mm-hmm. and it's it's a lack of original originality. There's already a him. There's yeah, already yeah, a yeah. Well, yeah. But there's so many guys yeah. with the same symbol yeah. set up, the same symbols crash, you know, the Which is, ozone crash over here, and they yeah. show up and try and do the the twirly kind of flashy thing on a gig that doesn't need it, and it's. But the problem is they want to be rich now. 
you know, yeah. the, the, they don't want to put the work in that he did. The, yeah. yeah. Put, I mean, Rich, and I'll Rich say this, man. Been for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Busted, I mean, there's a bunch of gigs. Yeah. I mean, Rich. That's not even because the gig needs it. That's Rich. Yeah. Like, when Rich does all that shit, when he's real, like, you know, when he's just that. I mean, everything sounds like when he plays a shaker. It sounds fucking awesome. It sounds, like, <laughs> and he look and he's like he's a performer when he does it too. He's not just back there playing yeah. shaker. He's, you know, very grandiose about the whole thing, you know. I used him as an example because he's he's one of the more popular guys yeah. in this town. Sure. But you know, there's there's a lot of you know I Will likes Eddie Bears. So mm-hmm. I, I do too. Likes. But, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. had, uh, that's, that's a good guy to like. Here's a restraining order. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm one text message away. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what's funny, though, man? Uh, Rich, I mean, I'll say this. Cause, I mean, I think they all kind of moved here roughly the same time or differently. But Rich, Jim, Ben, uh, uh, Sean Paddock, yep. and, and a couple of those dudes that are around the you know, uh, same age and moved around the same time. The beauty of those dudes is they are all individuals. Yeah. Like, you yeah. see those guys, and they're, they're all successful because they are individuals, and they're mm-hmm. confident. Um, and it's kind of cool to see that, and it'd be really nice to see that again. You know what I mean? Where, like, you know, and, and, and Trey Gray is also part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when, I remember, I mean... I still haven't met him. I, oh, I think everybody in this group's individual, too. But, you know, oh, yeah, they the are. Oh. You know what I mean? But it's like, that. Was, I remember seeing, I mean, when I'm in the town 16 years ago... I remember seeing these dudes, and, and Pat McDonald's also part of that. I, mm-hmm. Sorry to keep adding names to it, but the fun thing was all these dudes moved to town. Fuck Pat, he's a quitter. But everybody moved to town, and they had they, they, uh, they had their thing, they had their background, they had their differences, and they stuck to it, and. Now they're all the dudes. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. and it's kind of cool to see that. And to be, I mean, it'd be nice to see like a younger generation do that same thing. And even even my, you know, my generation. Those guys, are, you know, they came in town where you you had to kind of it was you know it was tooth and claw. It always is, but like you had to survive on your wits. There wasn't. We didn't have. I mean, there was no there, social media. There was no right. social media. You yeah. had to. You had to. You know, you didn't like. I, the only person I've ever looked at that I've said, man, I want to play just like him is like Bernard Purdy. I wish I could play like that guy. Right. It's never going to happen. But now we have these guys that try to emulate Rich or try to emulate Ben or whoever. There's no like, I don't know. There's just there's there's not that you need to have that like no. You can't. You don't. You shouldn't want to play like I want to do stuff that Ben does. But I don't want to play like him. I want to play like you. Mm-hmm. I love you. I love you. I love you. I hate my. Keo hates my play. I want my own voice. The writer or producer Ben Caesar. They're going to call him. Exactly. They'll call him. They'll call Eddie. They'll call. Yeah, they're going to call Jerry or Miles. You know, it's like. But but you want to have you want to have that voice. You want to have that touch and that feel and that sound. Like man, I need. Kevin to come play. This he's yeah. the guy for this session, right. or Tucker. But if the there's something that session. you know that Kevin does that complements you and your personality, then yeah, you, you, yeah. You make that. Your voice is your in individuality. It's not your style. It's not your look. It's yeah. not your, you know, however you are. Your 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 true your your individualism is your touch and your inflection. It all, we've all we're not inventing new grooves or new notes or new. Uh, ways to play drum tracks. What makes it? Ways to play it poorly. Yeah. <laughs> what make What makes it? 
unique is just simply the not what you play, but how you play. You know what well, I mean? Believe, no I one believe, talks but, about that. I believe that when you know, when you get to know somebody, say you see them play first, and then you get to know them, you're like, yes, that's the person I thought they'd be, just by watching them play. Of course, art imitates life, and vice versa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to ask one more question because we're running close on uh, time, but it's just one more card against humanity. All right, let's do it. Okay, this is the last one. Uh, I hope I have some good fucking cards. Lead singers like blank. Auto cannibalism. Cannibalism. Auto cannibalism. Self loathing. Self loathing. <laughs> A lifetime of sadness. Yes. Mm. Uh, oh. Uh, hot cheese. Pretending to care. Takes full side boob. An endless stream of diarrhea. <laughs> I love that. Uh, this one's for Keo taking your shirt off. Yeah. That's exactly right. that. yeah. Your ex-wife. <laughs> if, if we could change that to, to drummers. Okay. And talking about Pat McDonald. Getting married, having a few kids, buying some stuff, and retiring to Florida and dying. I'm going to end on that. Uh, ben, Kevin, Billy, Keo, Tucker, Kyle, Will, Rob, and Jeff, thank you guys. You're reading so that. Yeah, just so you know, we're all sitting right in front of this fucking stage. Right here. Uh, well, we only became friends on Facebook yesterday. Yeah. So I give them a little bit of All right. Kids' names after. Oh, shit. So left to give it pass. Take your card and shove them up your ass. Matt Sock is on Inside Out. I got to go pick it. Then he had a rough morning. Oh, yeah. That's fine. No, that's a normal morning. Oh, no. I've been staring at that for 20 minutes. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Hooters. I had a great time uh, hanging with those guys. I think that they let a little bit of the support group mentality come through. I think, uh, as many of you know, it's, it's just good to have that support group, that friend, that group of friends that you can confide in and have fun and laugh and stuff. So... Uh, thanks again to Kevin Murphy for putting all that together for me, and thanks to every one of those guys uh, for taking the time to do that. So once again, I want to thank Mike Jackson for his tireless efforts since we first thought of this podcast over two years ago. We're talking October, November of 2014. I came to him and he was ready to do it, and I'm so thankful to have him and his help and his friendship. In the beginning of 2016, we brought on Zach Albetta, and he has been nothing but a godsend for us uh, creativity and drummers and a community of people that uh, I don't have access to, and I'm so thankful for his partnership and friendship, too. And I hope you guys have enjoyed the different perspectives that he has been able to bring in. It's been awesome. It's been an awesome run. I appreciate everyone's listening, everyone's support over the last couple years, and um, I don't know what else to say. Uh, It's been such an awesome experience. I enjoy every interview. I enjoy the whole this whole experience, and it's been a growing experience. And um, I've learned so much, and I I feel very selfish. Uh, about all the things that I learn from my talks, and I hope that you guys and girls are learning as much as I am. So again, thank you so much, and I hope to see you around. Bye-bye.